Hello, Natasha. Hello, Damien. It's the Lowbrow Lowdown. Let's get into it. Let's go. We are up to episode five. Hello, everyone. The Lowbrow Lowdown. We are talking about pandemic pros for our dear listeners or listener, who knows. <laughs> There's a few. I get the stats. It's not that bad. Oh, good, 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 good. <laughs> it's not just me listening to the same episodes over and over. <laughs> I mean, I, mean, I feel like there might be a little bit of that from There's a little bit ends. of that, but that's okay. So, so we just we have to open up with a bit of a disclaimer. We said last week that we would be reviewing um, a different book than what we're actually talking about today. Uh, we were going to look at the Coronavirus Kink Club by B. R. Blank, but it was just it was awful. It was so awful. Like it wasn't even awful in not even a funny way. And Damien and I just realised we couldn't inflict it upon. Audience. We should say we we recorded a whole podcast. Oh, we absolutely recorded the whole podcast, and we got so angry at it, so, and disgusted. Like, <laughs> I actually felt nauseous. Yeah. Absolutely nauseous and triggered in other ways. It was unpleasant. It was not a pleasant book to read, and it wasn't. No. Yeah, and we got to the end of it. We just kind of went. I don't want to put this like very negative and angry thing into no. the world. No, there's enough of that in the world. We, I mean. It, Ruins our brand. Hmm. I know, our um, brand is so wheeze laughing. Here we are talking about a completely different book, which we hope will amuse all of you. Damien, do you want to go ahead and talk about what we're reading? <laughs> Let's start with the title. Yeah, I'm looking at it and I'm trying to contemplate how You've got I... to mentally put in the comments, otherwise it'll just not work. So the title of this book is my handsome sentient face mask protects me despite the ridiculous conspiracy theories that he won't. Also, he pounds my butt. <laughs> and there are no commas in there, but I, yeah, you just have to add them mentally. <laughs> you have to mentally add them. Yeah. The first, it, like, five times I read this, I was like, what? Um, <laughs> it's, it's by Chuck Tingle, who is a prolific writer prolific in the think, sense of volume can i jump in on my notes i've got more notes about the stats about this writer than anything else so this book is 36 pages long uh nine pages of it is the sentient face mask story including and that includes the cover art um, 11 pages is a surprise bonus story. We didn't know that we were getting. But werewolves or something? The, the wearplane butt party. So this is a, <laughs> this is about a wearplane. Think werewolf, but for a plane. Oh, I didn't like, read it. Man, Should I have read it? Yeah, no, I read it. <laughs> but the man turns into a plane. It's fantastic. Um, and then there's 16 pages, which is a list of all of the other books that Chuck Tingle has written. I mean, it's probably not all of the books that he's written, but it's so the so his self promotion is greater than the story. And there's a lot of he writes a lot of books about sentient objects, locations, abstract concepts. Days of the week and so on. So can and I run sex. through some of the titles before yes. we get into even what this book is about? <laughs> I want to run through some of the titles. So I freed this handsome cargo ship from the Suez Canal and now he's stuck in my butt. <laughs> and now he's stuck in my butt. 
Oh, the um, ever given. The banana in my butt is <laughs> a handsome lifeguard. Um, <laughs> the sun and the moon bang me bisexually. <laughs> um, okay, this one I really like because it was like, <laughs> quite an abstract concept. So Damien is losing it. <laughs> I'm a child, I'm sorry. <laughs> Pounded in the butt by the handsome physical manifestation of Trump's Twitter ban that should have come years sooner, but fine now that it's here. High five. <laughs> I know that we said that MJ Edwards writes to SEO <laughs> and we just spoke too soon. This is what writing to SEO oh, looks like. Hell yeah. This guy reads the news and goes, shit, here's a story. <laughs> I think he's just publishing so one every day. this one is probably my favourite, although I haven't read, like, I, there were 60-plus books listed. And I just thought, oh, my God, I've just got to get a bit of a grab. But this one's really nice. Nice guy dinosaur doesn't pound me in the butt because I'm not interested and he's not actually nice. He's just annoying and creepy and doesn't respect when I tell him we're not on a date. <laughs> that feels real. <laughs> I feel it's like real. <laughs> I think nice guy dinosaur might be someone Chuck Tingle went on a date with. <laughs> There's a whole um, suite of books about sentient dinosaurs uh, and planets and days of the week and the Trump Twitters. Yes, Trump, T-R-O-M-P. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, very important. (laughs) Defamation laws. (laughs) Um, Like, honestly. Sorry, I interrupted Damien. Let's go back to what it's about. (laughs) Yes, I should. I will save my my comments for when we start reading the book. But, um. We'll start with the blurb from Amazon, which mm. now that I like look at it, it's almost as long as the book. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah. it reads, when Tyler meets his friend Mark at a local cafe during a global pandemic, he's horrified to witness his friend arrive without a face mask. Mm. Tyler is... We ha- <laughs> We've all been there. <laughs> we hate Mark already. <laughs> Tyler is even more horrified to learn that Mark is an anti-mask conspiracy theorist who believes protective face masks are used by Bill Gates to track your blood. No, no, it's Bill Greats. Oh, Bill Greats. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry, Bill Gates. Ooh, we're going to get sued. <laughs> Bill Greats, uh, correction, to track your blood and that wearing them will poison you with CO2. <laughs> when Mark starts making a scene, it's the last straw and Tyler, quick, Tyler quickly drops him as a friend, but not before Mark offers an ominous warning that that mask won't protect you. Dramatic music. This is put to the test. I mean, <laughs> I mean, so, on Monica. <laughs> so the title of the book pretty much tells you what's Everything gonna happen. That in the book. Um I think one of my favorite <laughs> one of my favorite an aspect of the of this book that I really liked is that Tyler's favorite drink is a tall glass of chocolate milk. And having read the other book, that also features as a favorite drink. So um as I mean obviously now I'm gonna go and read more just to make sure that that's you, a consistent little Easter egg we put in each of these books. You did notice that at one point someone pours a glass of chocolate milk from the tap. Out of the tap. <laughs> yes. Did I take acid? <laughs> Chuck Tingle might have. <laughs> <laughs> I'll read. I, seriously, that was my first thought. By the end of like the second page, I was like, I, I might That's, be high. <laughs> I wish I was high reading. <laughs> Actually, um, look, not saying anyone's taking drugs, but 
reading this on pot would be quite an experience. Reading it on acid. <laughs> I, mm, reading it on acid, I might get, I feel like I might get impaled by that non-binary unicorn from halfway through the book. Yeah, that unicorn. <laughs> Look, <laughs> very right, progressive. So the, that we're, so the pandemic that's in, um, in the book is, it's called the Trotting Plague. Is this like a swine flu kind of? Oh, maybe. I, I don't know. Like, I assume it's just like face mask is the SEO he's writing to and everything else is kind of original ideas. Mm, mm. Um, I mean, it, it, he does seem pretty on board with with the fact that face masks work. Um, he hasn't, as a writer, I'm talking, mm. and, and comparing this to the first book that we uh, reviewed where it was quite clear that the author didn't um, seem to agree. I don't know. I, I, I feel like the author didn't seem to agree with the public health measures that were in place, whereas this kind of like this consensus that mask wearing reduces transmission of the trotting plague. Yeah. Mm. I, look, it, but th- there is kind of like an A, a storyline and a B storyline somehow of, mm. so he's talking about his mask and we're currently in a global pandemic. Simultaneously, there's a Billings killer of some the, kind. The, the Billings butcher. The Billings butcher, who is... Just Jason from Friday the 13th. Oh, my God. So lazy. <laughs> it's like hockey mask, tattered clothes, mask machete. Is, yeah, Giant. <laughs> <laughs> it is literally Jason from Friday the 13th. And, and in that same um, trope of the bad guy just being in your rearview mirror, <laughs> where no yeah. matter how fast you run, he's there where you, wherever you run to. Just walking at a brisk pace. Yes. Um, <laughs> but so the, I guess the the, the – blurb gives it away but the premise of the book is that mark shows up at the cafe they have a weird confrontation mm. and oh that's right because mark goes into a bit of a conspiracy rant where yeah and it's like it's everything you you know that they would be saying with very minor shifts it's like if someone's mum is like almost up with the the lingo of the young people today, <laughs> but for conspiracy theories. So it's like it's just so off. It, yeah, it's and and it's it's very Facebook um, ready, I think. <laughs> yeah, I, there's a really good example of it. Um, he's saying the government can track you, and he says, "Do you mean Trump?" And he goes, "No, Trump isn't part of the government." Yeah, that's what the secret government. Yeah, I mean, like the secret government. Mark offers the shadow state, the deep group. <laughs> What's the 411? It's just just off enough. Um, But there's a confrontation. Mark gets up to buy a drink, but because he's not wearing a mask, they refuse service. And he goes all soft sit. Yeah. Doesn't he? He really does. It's like ranting about his human rights. Yes, it's like not the Magna Carta, but. An equivalent of yeah, the yeah. Center the for Human Breeders. Version. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna. This is probably the time in the book where I, I'll pull out my excerpt. Oh yeah. <laughs> um. So while Tyler is at the no, sorry, while Mark is at the um, counter ranting at, at the unicorn who serves coffee, um, Mark is no Tyler. Wait. Mark, <laughs> Mark's a conspiracy theorist. Yeah. Tyler is 
our our guy. So Tyler's looking at the window. He gazes out of the window of the coffee shop, watching as the sun begins to set on the horizon and the sky blooms with a glorious display of purples and oranges. It's a brief moment of mental peace after trying to deal with Mark's inane ideas. But this is not a vacation that's built to last. It's Look, it's, it's not the erotic part of the book. I just, as I've been reading more of these books, I've noticed that the bits that appeal to me um, are those moments where the character, the main character, seeks out moments of beauty and joy and that's something I think I've been trying to do in my own dealings with the pandemic that we're all living um I mean I absolutely love pandemic and dystopian fiction and books and tv series zombie <laughs> zombie trashy zombie movies are what's getting me through at the moment cannot get enough really um, I love him. It's just ridiculous. Oh, wait, so this is a bad. sidebar we it's, need to get into because I love zombie films. <laughs> oh, I love it. It's just, they're so terrible, but they are just, it's like, oh, look, if we think we're living in hell, at least we're not dealing with that. <laughs> um, but again, in those type of stories, there are moments where people find joy, beauty, and calm and mental peace. And that's extremely relatable. And I think I related really well to Tyler here. This is, like, it's a very funny book, but it's well-written and relatable. Like, the character. Yeah, I I'm understand not what you I mean. I see myself in Tyler. But there are those, you know, those bonkers Facebook relatives that I've got, <laughs> um, unfortunately. I know they're not listening. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I can see Mark in them. <laughs> it's further to that point. I think those are the moments in all of these books so far that are the best writing because mm. good writing, like really good writing that captures you is the stuff that gives you something that you can only get from knowing what's going on inside that character's head. And mm. so like uh, there's a lot of this writing while it's pacey and, and easy to follow mm. and quite entertaining, is very tell rather than show. Like, it's mm. just like, then this mm. happens and this happens and I see him notice this yeah. and it's sort of like, you know, yeah, how? But that moment is like a moment of really good writing that makes it you... It really is, yeah. yeah. And it's that line where he says, but the vacation wasn't meant to last. That's a really nice kind that's of, really, oh, I felt that's that. like very smart sentence. I just thought, oh, it just says so much in just a few words. It's, it, he, it, it's just his little slam back into reality. It's like, oh, he's got this tedious friend. Um, he's in a horrible situation. He has to wear a face mask. Uh, and But that's all, you know, we understand all of that just with that sentence. It's yeah. very well written. It's, yeah, it's probably the best writing of the book, that one little moment. Yeah. Okay. From there, Sorry, let's go there. <laughs> well, there. Tyler finishes his chocolate milk, retrieves his face mask, leaves the unicorn a tip because they have just dealt with his awful now ex friend. So he's dropped Mark yes. as a friend, like not in any kind of we're not friends anymore. Mark just wanted him to leave with him, and he just said no, and then Mark left, and Tyler's yeah, accepted. And left. Yeah, yeah. 
and he's walking home and it's like the sun's going down and he's not keeping an eye out for the Billings Butcher. Mm, mm. And he sort of sees something in the distance and he thinks it might be Mark coming to play a prank on him, which yeah, yeah. it's a bit weird, but, you know, <laughs> your mind goes places. Uh, but he realises it's someone too big and they get closer yeah. and he can see the hockey mask and the machete. Mm, Actually, I've missed the most important part. He goes out, he leaves the cafe. There is no, like, magical sentience to this face mask. The face mask is just sentient. So he mm. leaves the cafe and the face mask says, are you okay? Um, and the face mask has a name. What is it? Like Trimble. 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 Mm. Trimble, yeah. yes. Not so, Trimble. That's a... Yeah, no, no. The, he, the mask... Oh, yeah. Sorry. So he, like, he walks out yeah. and the face mask, say, face mask says, are you okay? Yeah, but the title alone gave us the idea that this face mask is sentient. But if... I thought that there was going to be a moment of the face mask becoming, becoming sentient. Becoming sentient, but no, it just asks, hey, are you okay? It's like, oh, okay, that was a bit out of left field. <laughs> it's like just, not introduced yeah. as like explaining anything. It's just, are you okay? Ask Trimble. Trimble was the name of my sentient face mask. It's like, <laughs> shit, right, okay. And he, and he was really touched that Tyler would stick up for him <laughs> for being safe and affected. <laughs> um, so, yeah, the, the Billings Butcher is going towards him. They... <laughs> Try and run away, but he rounds a corner and the Billings Butcher is there, but closer. Somehow. <laughs> um, and he tries to run away again. He falls and as, yeah, the as, Billings, as the machete is being raised to strike a blue. His face mask <laughs> flies off his face and then lands a right hook somehow. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I just shrugging at each other saying, how the fuck? Where, where did, <laughs> where where did the right arms? hook come from? <laughs> So yeah, this this face mask suddenly has arms and he's throwing punches, um, and Tyler gets away. Oh, yeah, gets home. yeah. The face oh, mask sorry. is like, get it, get out of here. You go, I'll be okay. And, mm. Um, he's like locks himself in his second floor apartment and is looking out the window. And who should emerge but face mask? I've already forgotten his name. Timble, Trimble, uh, Trimble, <laughs> Trimble. I looked it up. It means nothing. Uh. It's- <laughs> Um, Trimble returns and pours himself a glass of chocolate milk from the faucet. From the, from the faucet, yes. He, he drink, yeah. So milk, uh, chocolate milk flows milk. like okay. water. <laughs> um, it, it's like a five-year-old's dream. A quick side note before we segue into what's about to happen mm. after Trimble has his chocolate milk. Mm. This is written like a children's book, <laughs> kind of, mm. but with – like quite graphic sex. <laughs> <laughs> and it sort of as I was reading, it's like, oh chocolate milk, this is like a oh wait, no. Nope. Nope. <laughs> um and the, uh, the, And then they 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 realize that they're you know they're drinking the well, drinking the milk. <laughs> they realise they're attracted to each other and then they all my notes just that oh, you know, so I don't really need to get into the sex scene, but the mask and Tyler bang. So oh, they bang. No, I'm gonna get into the sex scene because that's where my <laughs> My excellent. So we're now entering the area of Damien's expertise. (laughs) (laughs) So you might have just you might have just heard my dog in the background. She's like rolling around, going ah. (laughs) Sound effects. Yes. So. Sorry. Sorry. Can I? He'd always been attracted to the mask, to the face mask, but their relationship. Oh, is this 
that is, this isn't this isn't my excerpt. No, always seem quite you know too utilitarian. Um, so there's a. I kind of want to read my excerpt. So they they start you know getting hot and heavy as you do with your sentient face mask, <laughs> and it's never entirely clear the form that this takes. No, I did. There were. Like there are references to his cloth chest and abs. This is so, about where I'm and a, gonna and a collarbone, but then he floats. Yeah. And it's like, what? Uh, okay. So you, you <laughs> let's hear your excerpt, and we'll take it from there. <laughs> I like. I'm deciding where I start because it's all pretty gross. So I'm going to apologise in advance, but <laughs> like again, gross, his content warning. <laughs> yeah, this is yeah, not the count. No, no small ears nearby. Please. No, no small ears. <laughs> Uh, earmuffs. Mm. Um, Trimble let out a long, satisfied groan as I begin to stroke him, pumping my grip slowly <laughs> up and down along his length. I can tell he likes this not just from the audible tones escaping from between his lips, but because of the way that he rocks his hips against me. The two of us quickly fall into sync with one another locked in as a pleasure begins to build. Still, I want more. And while the hand job is plenty of fun, I find myself yearning to feel his handsome face mask's cock between my <laughs> lips. Soon enough, I'm slipping down the length of Trimble's body, kissing along his cloth chest abs, mm. and then eventually arriving at his massive face mask dick. And the reason that this is my excerpt is because it feels like the author is describing a Muppet. Oh my god, that's exactly <laughs> That's like, it, that's it. It's like, so it's, it'd be like kissing a towel or yes. something. <laughs> so it's just you, like you sucking on a sock or something. There is a form, but then the texture, it's a is, Muppet. It's a Muppet. Yes. This man is Muppet. fucking a Muppet. Oh, I'm not sure I want to Google sexy Muppet. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so I won't. But. Well, you know, because do you remember Crank Yankers? Oh, God damn it. What is that? I'm oh, so that it, it's this, I think it's still made today. It is a TV show and it's a whole bunch of, I, I can't remember if they're making prank calls Oh, or, but yeah, like that was on really late at night. Yeah, um, but like there are Muppets that work in a phone sex line and people yeah. call them and they're like, they pull out their pendulous springy tits and um, and I like, was reading it and I'm going, this sounds like I can see this playing out as an episode of Crank Yankers somehow, even yeah. though it's not on the phone. It just, yeah. <laughs> there's, a, there's, a, there's a Melbourne produced, um, we'll, we'll post the link in. The, um, on our Twitter uh, at Lobrella down. Um, there's a it's called Tinder Tales and it's a Melbourne produced um, series on YouTube that is people's real life Tinder tales, but it's um, presented by, uh, by animated oh, yeah, oh, an animation type creatures, um, and it's extremely funny. <laughs> Stories are funny, and it's just these these quite hilarious. Uh, date or sex stories told by what do you call them? puppets? Mm. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, Are they they're not sock puppets. Is that my imagination? No, 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 no. Not sock puppets. <laughs> Damien and I are doing puppet sock puppet. gestures. <laughs> 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 okay. 
Sorry. <laughs> um, the sex. Do you know what? Like the the show don't tell. There's still a bit of tell there, but when it hmm. gets into the sex, it's the writing improves. Yeah. It's like, it's like this, yeah. It's like porn. Like you know, the the pre story is just a kind of. It's just. It's just yeah, it's perfunctory. You know. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> what matters. <laughs> It's the, the SEO that gets you to the. Yeah. <laughs> I like and like some of it's quite graphic, and there's mm. like puckered holes and all sorts of things, um, and like a reasonable description of gay sex. Like if we ignore the fact that it is a cloth penis, <laughs> there is no lube used whatsoever, which is no. very. And concerning. he talks about discomfort. Yes. So it's like, oh, buddy, you've got a faucet full of chocolate milk. <laughs> I'm not sure why you put something else on there that can help out. Also, like a bottom that subsists Cloths? on a document. Like, uh, <laughs> so, you know, taking away any moisture. Ooh. Um, oh, but also wow. a bottom that subsists on a diet of chocolate milk is not ready to go. <laughs> Just hope they all. don't have any lactose intolerance. Yeah, look, that's... um. There's hopefully a, quite a lot of Metamucil has been on the cards. <laughs> Sorry, Natasha. <laughs> just feel like I saw you like dry retch slightly. <laughs> no. Just laughing. Um, there is one other thing. I shouldn't, I kind of want to read it as an excerpt purely because of how it dramatically feels to me. Look, if we don't like it, we can edit it out. That's true. On. <laughs> so the the sex is evolving there. It's it's gotten to anal, anal penetration um, and it's coming to a climax. And Two puns. <laughs> yes. Uh, there is just a line where it says, that dick feels so good, that dick feels so good. I repeat over and over again. The blissed out mantra starting as a whisper and then escalating to a belligerent roar. That dick feels so good. <laughs> belligerent. Belligerent roar. Like, Very angry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I might edit that out because that's embarrassing, but that's how it's written. And it's like. No, no, no. I think you should leave it. <laughs> Tell us a story. <laughs> I was like reading and going, whoa. Actually, so, yeah, no, I didn't pick up on the word belligerent. Yeah, you know, I kind of did gloss over it a little bit. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's, I read it in three minutes maximum. <laughs> it's a very short book. Yeah. I mean, the last <laughs> one. When I, when I got it, I thought, oh, yeah, I tapped on the, the Kindle app. I thought, oh, it's 36 pages. That's great. You know, getting a good solid reading. <laughs> No, nah, it was how long? Six pages? Yeah, no, they, nine pages. Everyone, oh, one of those. So it's eight pages. It was a very short book. Yeah, it's super <laughs> short. Everyone oh. comes and then there's a list of other books he's written <laughs> and a bonus book. <laughs> the bonus book is quite funny. You should give that one a go as well. <laughs> oh, I have, I'm, I like sort of left it. I went, oh, yeah, I've got other stuff to do, but n- nighttime reading. Yeah. Yeah. This guy, um, Arrives at an airport and wonders why this man gets such special treatment. And then he sees him at a local bar um, and he takes him into um, the woods and he thinks he's going to get murdered. But it's um, 
his little secret shack where he turns into a webplane. <laughs> so the the visual, I mean, he describes it like one thing about this book, even though we can't quite picture what a cloth face mask body looks like, I did get a sense of form mm. and I think he describes it pretty well. It feels weird, but that's kind of the book, but it was so short. It was so short. It was, it was so short. Do here's the thing. I it's a, he's a Hugo Award winner or nominee. Like and the Hugo Win- Awards like are are he's prestigious. Something. Yeah. Like, he Doctor Who episodes win Hugo Awards. I mean he's a Yeah, two time Hugo Award finalist. So he hasn't won. Finalist. He's been a finalist, but Let's let's have a quick look at what. How do you win a Hugo Award? I'm going to Google this because I'm a huge nerd. I you already look it up. Well, no, no. It's just um, I sort of keep an eye eye out for the Hugo Awards each year because often nerdy things are like <laughs> win things. Mm. <laughs> it's a sci-fi um. Annual Literary Award for the Best Sci-Fi or Fantasy Work and Achievements of the Previous Year given at the World Science Fiction Convention and chosen by its members. How is, well, you know. I am pretty sure that Neil Gaiman has won a Hugo Award. That's amazing. Is he making it up? You can't just make stuff up. He might be. I'm sure we can check. Oh, Did you yeah, say what sure. years he was a finalist? No, ah. not at all. Oh, two, two years, 2016, 2017. Let's have a look. Let's have a look at those books. I mean, I, I wonder whether they're not these books. Oh, um, best fan writer. He was a finalist for that. I guess that's a category. Uh, is that a... Um, Maybe it's like... Like fan fiction? Oh, I don't know. I Look... This could turn into a very long, deep dive into. <laughs> Excuse me, I'm potentially boring. Uh, so, 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 uh, on to ratings out of five face masks. Well, <laughs> um, sentient face mask today. Lots of face masks. So, I don't know. I think I'm going to give it a, a solid four and a half. It, it was good writing. Uh, Albeit quick, <laughs> but the writing was good, and the uh, I really liked Tyler. <laughs> yeah, it was it was an enjoyable read. I think I'm going to look up some other books. Like, well, if you if you scroll to the end, um, the list they're all linked, so you better just click on any book that strikes your fancy and get into it. <laughs> Perfect. Hey, it's mm. good marketing ploy because it. It was like so. I'm I'm similar to you. Like I think four four and a half masks out of five. It was a really easy, fun read. It's a yeah. bit kooky. <laughs> felt like just, it was a bit of an acid trip. A bit, a bit kooky. Yeah, a tiny bit. But it would. It wasn't offensive, and maybe like because the episode that shall not be named, was <laughs> so awful. Like So awful. It just, like, we don't even recommend you go and hate read it. It was just. It, it was bad. It was yeah. bad on so many levels so and bad. really gross and 
just no. Nah. But this was <laughs> lovely. Like even even the weird cloth penis. I was <laughs> like, this is great. I'm totally on board with cloth penises now. <laughs> oh, I'm just imagining a, a flannel in broader. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> We were a family that grew up without air conditioning. And so, you know, like on a hot summer's night, you'd put a you flannel in yourself. the freezer yeah. over, like during the day. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Yes. That's, uh, that's the cold frozen flannel is the current image I have. Um, <laughs> I kind of um, think that's it. Like this, I think that's it. I mean, it was a, a pretty short book, so yeah, there's, there's not much to say. I mean, we probably said more about the writer than we normally would do, but that's because of his amazing um, <laughs> for me. Uh, no, he, he, it's like he, he just sounds like he churns out these books uh, probably a couple a week. Yeah. I, I mean, really, I, and look, I mean, if – at least a few people each week are reading them. They cost like five bucks each. He could be making some decent money if he's. We could uh, look, Damon. I think we should write a book to SEO just to see how it goes. Oh, maybe that's like where this ends up. I think this is where this <laughs> um, so, It'd probably be a disaster. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So tell us what you think. Should we get people to email us and tell us what you think about? today's episode and any other episode you've been listening to email us at lowbrowlowdown at gmail.com or follow us at twitter um at lowbrowlowdown let us know and obviously give us a five-star review on any of your listening apps wonderful and then thinking about next week so next week's episode is where sort of i think heading back into the territory of mj edwards in a in a way <laughs> So our next one is called Courting the Coronavirus, a Positively Viral Love Story <laughs> by Lee Taylor. And I'm I, I'm excited. I used to work with a Lee Taylor. Oh. Like, I assume it's a pen name. I I'm assuming it's a pen name. Because so I did Google. Surely not. And no. Just, like, text um, them. Did you write erotica <laughs> about the coronavirus? Um, I mean... Pretty sure we'll need to come up with pen names, obviously, to do our right. I assume, are we writing erotic? No. Oh, <laughs> no. we just said, yeah, no. no. Oh. We could. For, um, we could each bring a unique perspective. That's true. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Um, oh, dear. Thanks, Ooh. everyone. Uh, stay safe. Get vaccinated. Please get vaccinated if you can. Don't go near any Muppet dick. (laughs) Stay away from Muppets. Stay away from Jason on street corners. Yes, yes. Um, Look, he wasn't called Jason. We probably should protect Chuck Tingle's clear um, (laughs) avoidance of um, any kind of copyright law in describing the exact monster from Friday the 13th, but calling him the Billings Butcher. The Billings Butcher. All right. But I don't. All right. See you next week, Damien. See ya. Bye. Bye.